When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are live, hey everyone. Welcome to Fantasy Football Scout, I'm Gianni Batici, today's host, and I'm joined by an FPL winner himself, uh, Ali Yahangrov. Ali, how you doing, mate? How's your game week been? It's been all right. Uh, I'm on a green arrow. Not a huge one, but at least it's green. So I'm doing fairly fine. How about yourself? Are you on wildcard, no? Mate, I'm on wildcard. And there's nothing worse than a wildcard that goes badly because you spend more time on your team more than ever when you're on wildcard. So I was delighted to come out of the wildcard with a big, fat, juicy green arrow. 87 points for me. Let us know in the chat how you guys have got on uh, with your points. Um, hopefully we'll shout out some good ones. And we'll be, obviously, loads listening to us on podcast as well. So hello to all you guys. But yeah, it's been a, a good day for me. I guess, Ali, that the teams that we all went big on on wildcard in game week 10 all kind of played quite well. Like Liverpool, big win. Villa, big win. Arsenal, big win. The other teams we were backing, right? Oh, yes. Um, let me put up the uh, main score, score lines just so we go over the uh, scores. Yeah, uh, all of the teams that we were basically hoping uh, would deliver, they did. And uh, Arsenal, as well as Aston Villa, Liverpool. And I didn't expect uh, anything else from City away at United because of their form. So these were the uh, main fixtures and Liverpool against Forest as well. So basically everything went uh, as planned except the Chelsea fixture. Everybody knew it would be uh, a tough fixture for, for both teams because, but I expected a lot more from Chelsea. Yeah, me too. Chelsea first half was so good, and those that went Palmer on wildcard, I thought did like were really unlucky. Like he was all over the place. He looked like the, a, a young De Bruyne pulling the strings at Stamford Bridge. Um, but yeah, it didn't quite work out. Ali, I guess we're going to show our teams, and then we'll go through. Um, well, we'll go through some of the, uh, the the big score lines. We'll discuss in detail some of the winners. 
Um, so this is all about FPL winners, isn't it? I can see in the chat, CH says uh, her connection's great. A few have said YouTube's been a bit dodgy today for some, but for, for many, they're still watching. I, you, well, I think Brian on 72. We've got um, Slot on 86 points with a wild card still in his pocket. Um, uh, Tim had 79 points, 420k green arrow. Not too bad there at all. Tim, guys, make sure you hit like and subscribe. And if you're not already subscribed to the Fancy Football Scout members area, do go check that out as well. Like We're in the members area every weekend, Ali and myself. It's great if you're always 50-50 on a decision, go load some of those stats tables and think, is it player A or B you want? And often the answer is right in front of you in the Scout members area. Um, so how shall we crack on, Ali? Where do you want to start us with? One of our teams. I'll go over my team first really quick. Um, so basically, I had Ariola in goal, Timmy Cash, uh, Gabriel, who didn't feature. I have uh, Fabian Scher coming in for Gabriel. So luckily, he, he got the assist points for the penalty that Callum Wilson scored. So um, I had Cash, uh, Almiron, and Neto, together with Martinelli, were three of my main differentials that I was hoping uh, could deliver points for me but uh, the only one who got the assist was uh, Neto and Martinelli yeah. and Almiron blanked for me Salah as a captain and Son of course Mr. Reliable and uh, I've, at the moment I think Son is uh, more of a, uh, a better FPL asset than a Salah but uh, we'll, we'll talk, talk about it uh, a little later. So I had Watkins as well who blanked um, and Holland uh, who delivered big. So basically I'm on seven, three points, uh, a little green arrow for me, which is still a win, <laughs> I believe, because I've, uh, uh, I'm having a hard time to go over the uh, two million uh, overall rank, but uh, hopefully I'll do it next week. Yeah, Son, um, you mentioned they're a better asset maybe than Salah, but those two are delivering. And when we went into the game we just gone, we were all like, is it Son? Uh, do we wildcard to get Saka in and, and Salah in? And when you look at those three big names in the midfield, they've all been reliable this weekend, but they've all been reliable for most of this season. Saka, Son and Salah feel like the holy trinity, which is useful. Um Ali, tell us about your Spurs coverage and, and what your take is there with Spurs. Because, again, I thought they were pretty impressive against Crystal Palace. And those that had Spurs defenders like Porro, really unlucky uh, with that last-minute goal from Ayu, which could have been a handball. Um, so, yeah, tough one for Spurs defender owners to take. But then again, Son, if you owned him, you went from, I think it was zero or one bonus points to three bonus points with Spurs conceding. Yeah, it was... Spurs coverage, I think having both Madison and Son is just fine. Uh, Madison still delivered six points with uh, uh, with an assist in his uh, pocket. I mean, uh, he's he's always good. Uh, every game he plays, doesn't matter who it's against. I think uh, he will be in and amongst the uh, return points because every game they play... Uh, they they're playing attacking football and they're in the conversation of winning the league at the moment, which is not a uh, for me as an Arsenal fan. It's it's hard to say, <laughs> say but uh, they're they're serious contenders this year and uh, uh, 
I'm not sure if they can keep it up because uh, once the business ends of the uh, season comes, uh, that's when your squad depth needs uh, assess assessment. And uh, with Son and Madison, I think they're both are all right to keep. I didn't really understand why people uh, sold some, some managers sold Son uh, for Saka. I think it it, it was yeah, okay it yeah. move, but. Uh, that was probably the only way to bring Saka and um, in Arsenal fixture. He wasn't the one who delivered. It wasn't one for me that I saw people selling Son and was like, I got, I, I, as always, going into a deadline, I get asked tons of questions and I'm like, I was never going to be like, yeah, you can sell Son. Even to get Salah or Saka, I was like, find another way if that means taking hits. Like, Son feels like a non negotiable for me. Um, but look, that's the Spurs' interest. Let's have a look at my team and go through my points because I mentioned I got eight, seven points out of the I'm flying on a green arrow, which is amazing to have because I'm slightly worried when I saw no Gabriel playing yesterday. Uh, my points over the week over, over Saturday weren't great. And then Sunday comes in and you're like, oh, yes. Hello, DRB on his 13 points. Um, thank you very much. Haaland, 16 for once, you know, was positive. Um, Salah captaincy worked out. I did nearly go Watkins, not going to lie. I was really tempted on Ollie Watkins. And then Matty Cash comes off before Villa concede. That's a bit of luck. Simakas, close to bonus points. And Matty Cash was close to bonus points as well. So you could argue a little bit unlucky there. And Ariola. Nice that he got three points, even though he sort of blanked, if we call three points a blanking. Um, I did I did feel like Everton would keep a clean sheet or come close to keeping a clean sheet. I actually had that as a nil-nil draw. Um, and Branthwaite came in for me on eight points with his bonus, uh, replacing Gabriel. When I saw, oh no, loads have got Taylor coming off the bench for Gabriel. I was gutted because I was like, oh, I'm not going to have Taylor. I put Taylor as my second sub. I'm going to have Branthwaite, who will probably concede. Um, so I was really uh, thankful that Everton and Sean Dyche-Ball came into fruition and, and we saw a nice 1-0 win there from, from Sean Dyche. So yeah, that's my team. But let's kick off with some of the talking points from the games just gone this weekend and start, I think, with, with the Sunday games. So the big Sunday game was the Manchester derby. Those that are... Going without Haaland, you might have thought, mm, I can maybe get away with it against United, but against Bournemouth, it's going to be tricky. Well, even against Man United, it was tricky. And it was just a complete dominant performance from Haaland and co. Haaland could have had more. Anana was inspired with seven saves. Um, but big, big points. And I think next week, Ali, we're going to see Haaland mass captain for that Bournemouth fixture, aren't we? Yeah, I feel I feel sorry for those who sold, who went uh, without Haaland on their wild cards. Because uh, I, I could see on X uh, a lot of managers were considering selling him. I mean, going without Holland, but uh, not sure how <laughs> you know uh, how they're trying to bring uh, Holland in. Uh, because one thing is selling him, one thing is not captaining him, and one thing it's a totally different story when you don't own him with his ownership. And um, uh, City just completely dominated, as you said, and uh, United couldn't really. Uh, they accumulated around, around I think, one uh, almost one xg and one point oh xg or point nine four xg, and it's uh, in a Manchester derby. I think you expected a lot more from them because that's the derby games when the uh, form goes out the window, and uh, they they couldn't really keep keep up with Manchester City's passing pace and uh, the whole they, they've just 
uh, got overplayed. So. Yeah, they did. They did. It's not looking good for United. There's no patterns of play. There's no rhythm. There's not a clear and obvious 11 anymore. Um, and whilst they've got some good fixtures, I'm so, so, so grateful in, in a way that I've been advising people for weeks to sell Bruno and Rashford. Um, and by now, I think everyone has sold these guys. Um, we spoke a little bit about Mo Salah and Liverpool, but we'll just touch on Liverpool versus Forest Alley because Darwin again. Big, big scoreline for those that went Darwin on wildcard. And I know a few punted him in. I've owned Darwin for the last two or three game weeks. Had very little from him. Um, and of course, I knew it was a risk going without him on wildcard when I've had him in my team. But, you know, if I'd gone Darwin, I wouldn't have had Diaby. So it swings and roundabouts. Um, but Darwin looked good. And Liverpool, 3-0. Liverpool defence is better than we've been giving it credit for. Like, there's clean sheets coming at Liverpool, which is why Simicast is such an obvious buy. Absolutely. Um, it, it's hard to nail the uh, attacker from Liverpool team because I think uh, Hakpur has a, is back and he's he scored in a, a goal that was dis- disallowed by VAR. And um, I think Liverpool will be scoring a lot of points. It's just uh, well spread around the attackers. Soboslai is taking in with assist points and... Uh, I think he's got, he's in the conversation. When you talk about Darwin, when you talk about Jota, um, yeah. I think Soboslai is fairly nailed in, in in that eleven. Yeah, he's played more minutes than all the every, everyone else, pretty much. Like he has played so many minutes. Yeah, I mean, with Liverpool, you you have no doubt that they will be scoring goals, but by who will be the one who scores them? Mainly Salah. You know, Salah will be involved. But uh, the rest are just... Uh, I still like Jota, I still like Darwin, but I'm not sure about the minutes. And at the moment, uh, in the search of good differentials, I think I cannot really uh, you know, play too risky with the minutes. Uh, at least if I go yeah. for differentials, at least I have to make sure that the uh, uh, expected minutes are there. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to spending some time in the members area tomorrow morning. It's my Monday morning ritual usually um, on Aston Villa numbers and just to see how Ollie Watkins performed. We don't have any stats to show you now, but I'll be digesting that on Monday morning, as I mentioned. Go and have a look. But many would have looked at Aston Villa Luton and gone, there's at least three goals in this for Villa because they keep scoring three plus at home. And they did. They went and scored three. Ollie Watkins not involved though, which is quite rare. Um, but Diaby... Big, big points. I think Leon Bailey came on at half-time and played really well as well. Um, unlucky not to keep a clean sheet, Villa. Luton pretty much, from a freak own goal, offered very little. And I do look at that Aston Villa defence and go, you're going to get clean sheets to plenty, even if you didn't get one today. Matty Cash owners did, slightly lucky, um, with him coming off just before the goal. But moving forward, Ali, I think it's so for those that went triple Villa, like me, Cash, Diaby, Watkins, for example, I think you can look at today's game and go, yeah, you can you can stick on those three for a few weeks when the fixtures are good. We're seeing enough promise there, aren't we? Yeah, considering Diaby, uh, I was just, uh, I wanted to roll this game week. Um, but I'm, after that performance, I think Diaby will be in many teams and... Uh, uh, yeah. Basically, fixtures are still good for Aston Villa, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just uh, with Watkins. Uh, I'll give him a couple of more game weeks, and uh, and once the Arsenal, it's it it's hard to look around for uh, 
good strikers uh, because uh, Nketiah was a good shout. I think yeah. uh, our fantasy football scout pundit Pross uh, yeah. got him in his wild card. And um, I really liked the team he had. And uh, basically, uh, anyone who punted for Nketiah for 5.5, you cannot really ask for more. With a hat trick, it was a 70 point, 17 points. Uh, I think uh, it, it's hard to go for him because it's a tough fixture against Newcastle at the moment. And looking at alternatives for Watkins, so where you go. I mean, uh, you can upgrade Archer, most of us on three five two formations, and you can upgrade Archer by getting a million somewhere in your midfield. But it's a tough operation. I think a lot of people who wildcarded in game week nine will have two free transfers and they can afford it, like myself. But I'm not sure if I can, if I want to do it, knowing, uh, not sure when uh, Gabriel Jesus will be back, and the minutes are still not long term for Nketiah, I believe. Yeah, um, it was it was impressive there from Praz. I liked that move going Nketiah because we didn't know he was going to start. Like you go, Jesus is out for a few weeks. It's probably Nketiah, but it could be Trossard. It's probably Nketiah, but it could be Havertz. So yeah, good punt there. Um, you mentioned Archer as an upgrade, like going as an upgrade. Worth noting, Cameron Archer didn't start for Sheffield United this weekend. Uh, I think Brewster got the nod. Um, so it is even, you know, you look at that 4.5 attacker and go, at least he plays 90 every week. Well, maybe not. And he's not scoring goals either. So, yeah, I was happy to go 4.3 and Bamba on my on my wildcard and just save the 0.2 and have a dead spot. Um, guys, do hit the like button if you can. Um, we'd love you to show your love for the stream by clicking uh, like. It doesn't take more than a second. Uh, and obviously, if you're not already subscribed to Fantasy Football Scout, uh, so much content um, throughout the week, every day, uh, usually more than one piece of, of good content, including uh, Praz uh, with his show with Rich, uh, aka Flapjack FPL on a, I think it's a Thursday, uh, the Final Dilemmas uh, stream. So check that out as well. Cheers for your love, guys. Um Oh, where do we go to next? I said I think we should stay on Sunday and then move towards the Saturday games, Ali, and we'll and we'll get to Arsenal in a minute. Uh, Brighton one, Fulham one's disappointing. One thing I said I had to do on wildcard, I had to do on wildcard, was cover Brighton's attack. I did that with Matoma, um, but yeah, didn't see that coming. I I had a big win for Brighton here, um, and disappointing. And, you know, maybe playing Thursday night football is going to catch up with the small squad of Brighton, do you think? It's a fairly young squad as well. I mean, uh, it they, is. Have, they yeah. have injuries and it's uh, it's hard to, uh, you know, play week in, week out, every three or four days. Uh, with a, Once they're, all of their players come back to fitness, I believe, I think they will be in a better position. But at the moment... Attacking-wise, uh, they have Enciso out. He's back in training, but Welbeck out. Uh, March out. Adingra is filling in. Uh, Mitomo yeah. has been, uh, you know, playing regularly. And it was Estupinian out. When Estupinian plays on the left, uh, uh, in the left-back position, I think he covers a lot of the ground on the left wing. Because he's a good integral part of the team and uh, they play a certain system, but there are certain players that make this team a lot better. And uh, yeah. once they're absent, I think the quality of their performances are not exactly there. And uh, I think you could see that today. Uh, they've still accumulated good XG, but um, not sure the uh, 
a lot of people still underestimate Fulham, I believe. Yeah. Uh, haven't watched them uh, at the Emirates against Arsenal. They, they, with Palinia in the side, they're, they're a decent team. Uh, just it's impressive how one guy in a uh, in a center of midfield just makes the team a lot better. And uh, watching them live, I can I can assure that, that that's not the fixture to target. Even though it's uh, it's it's a green fixture in, in the in the FPL website, but uh, I, I'm not sure if it's a fixture to target for everyone. That's interesting. Yeah, you're obviously at the Arsenal Fulham game only what a month or so ago. So yeah, and Paulinho, I mean, Bayern Munich wanted him for a reason. Like this guy could probably walk into any starting a little, oh, maybe not Man City. He'd walk into every squad in the Premier League without fail. Would he get in Man City's eleven? I'm not so sure. He'd get in every other team's eleven. Like I think he would. He's that that good. Um, and it's only because Rodri's world class that he really perhaps wouldn't at City. Uh, João Paulinho will not be at Fulham uh, very long um, because he's that that good. And we saw that again today. Um, yesterday's fixtures. Oh, these are, there's some good ones here. I need to ask you about Wolves as well, because I know you've got Neto. But let's start with Arsenal in Ketia. We all predict, surely we all predicted a big scoreline here. Like I've said it all season, like, oh, the XG numbers aren't great for Arsenal. But when they're at home against one of the, the bottom teams, like a Sheffield United, or even away, like when they went to Bournemouth, was it 4-0, I think it was, they will be a flat-track bully team, Arsenal under Arteta. They have been under Arteta. And when the fixture's right, as it will be again in game week 12, when Arsenal play Burnley... Expect the fours, expect the fives. You'll get them. And we didn't see a 5-0 win coming with no Martinelli returns and only one assist for Saka. But the goals are there. There is a spread of points. Um, fair play to those that went at Nketiah. But it's good for Arsenal's confidence to get those goals on the score sheet. And I think Arsenal go into that Newcastle game next week as favourites. Tough place to visit St James's Park. But if you've got Arsenal assets, you don't need to worry and sell them because it's one tough fixture because they got Burnley in game week 12 and then the run is really good. So Arsenal will be in demand. Um, good performance, Ali, wasn't it? We saw some rotation too. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh... Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favourite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus luckily the gabriel benching is not 
uh, really mm. didn't really change the outcome. Will he play next week, Ali Gabriel? I'm pretty sure he will. I think Kivio yeah. uh, hasn't done uh, nothing wrong. I mean, he's yeah. a better pass uh, passer of the ball because uh, if you watch him on a ball, he's just good. Like uh, yes. you, you could see the quality is there, and uh, I think with such players, uh, Arteta wants to uh, make sure that they get enough minutes. And in the easier fixtures, I think there are players like Tomiyasu, the squad players, that deserve to start. Even Emil Smith-Rowe, I mean, you cannot expect them to be benched every game week. And these are uh, the game weeks that uh, some of the bench players, some of the squad players will be uh, played by Arteta because it's a, it's a long season and you need to utilize the whole team. But the good performance in Ketia has just delivered, uh, I mean... If I were on a wild card, I think I would have had him because when Arsenal plays at home, um, you want the Nketiah style of uh, striker that will be a you know, troublemaker in the box. And um, I was quite sure that Martinelli is not going to deliver it, so it wasn't shocking because I expected uh, you know, around 66 to 5 minutes, which which I got. So yeah. uh, I even co- was considering like transferring it out, but uh, it was a tough decision to make before Sheffield United game. Yeah, if, if Jesus was fit, Martinez would have been a great option. And I said on Wildcard, Ali, I think I said it in our WhatsApp group, like if Jesus is fit, I'm going to do everything I can to buy Martinelli. And we saw on Tuesday night against Sevilla, like the combination there is so good. We know Jesus drifts left and Martinelli occupies the central position when they're playing together at times. Um, but yeah, good, good, good. Um, let's talk very quickly about Chelsea. Uh, it was again a performance where at times, certainly for the first half, maybe even the first hour, Chelsea were really good, really dominant, looked like keep a clean sheet, unlucky not to score. Madawiki hits the, the woodwork. Cole Palmer's creating chances left, right and centre. Arguably, they should have had a penalty. Um Cucurella missed a big chance all in the first half, but the result doesn't go their way. Still, they'll put up good defensive numbers, and I still think when the fixtures are good, we can look at Chelsea defence, not for the next few weeks. But Cole Palmer, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be a fantastic home this season, long-term in FPL. Again, Chelsea's best attacking threat. Um, Ali, what's your take on Palmer? Because I think when I do eventually sell him a Toma or a Diaby, it will be straight to Palmer and just bank the money. He's definitely passed the eye test. Uh, he's been passing it for the last two or three game weeks, but he blanked this game week, which is not well. You, you you're not gonna have a player that scores every game week, especially when he's five points a whole million. I mean, yeah, you can't expect too much, can you? He's yeah, five you, million. you cannot <laughs> expect too much. But um, he's passing the eye test. He's creating a lot of chances. He's he's always active. I mean, that that's what you wanna see from your FPL assets. Uh, even if he's blanking, he's still, uh, you know, the moments are there. He's still in and around the box. And uh, that's what you expect. I think he's still a good buy uh, for those who, do, you know, who hasn't wildcarded yet or thinking to downgrade some of your 6.5 midfielders. For me, it's an option I'm considering because uh, I have Almiron who hasn't done uh, much yet to be honest, uh, and he's, uh, for me, he's in, on the chopping block, I believe, and uh, I will be downgra- downgrading him in order to upgrade Archer. So I have two free transfers. Uh, I think Chelsea assets at the moment are 
maybe you, there's a case for Sterling, but he's much expensive than Palmer. But even in tough fixtures, I think he's a good eight attacker. So Palmer yeah. is a good buy. Uh, he's a good hold. I wouldn't uh, really sell him ahead of the tough fixtures because he's he's passing the eye test. Yeah, and because he's on penalties, penalties are harder to predict, right? So even in the tough fixtures, like you might not back Chelsea to score many, but you might go, yeah, they you know penalties can just pop up. So with it being the penalty taker again, I think you just you keep it. Um, I guess our, our final game to discuss is kind of Wolves Newcastle because there are a lot of managers out there with Gordon. There's a lot out there with Trippier, like huge. He 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 didn't have a good game and zero points, I think it was for Trippier in the end. And there's still others with the likes of Burn and 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 Share. I know you had Shares five points off the bench, didn't you, Ali? So Newcastle owners, I think, still look good in attack. Wilson will get a lot of love because he scored two goals, and Isaks looks like he's going to be out to the international break. Wilson's a player you and I like, Ali. <laughs> um, do you think you'll go in that direction or not? I can't see how I do with my setup, and I'm guessing you probably can't easily get to a Wilson either, and, and we'll be happy going without him this time around. No, it's tough for me because there's too too many uh, too much rotation in Newcastle team. Uh, mm. I'm not sure if it's worth it. Once you know that one of Isak or Wilson is injured for sure, you know the other one starts. So that's when you uh, you can bank on them at least short term. But the Champions League around the corner, uh, it, it's hard to predict their lineup. So uh, yeah. I was uh, basically sure on Almiron's minutes uh, and uh, with the injuries for Harvey Barnes and um, Murphy at the moment, I think. The Gordon, if you go, if you want to go attacking, um, if you want to choose an attacking player from Newcastle, I think Almiron or Gordon. I wouldn't even go Almiron, but Gordon was his uh, price tag. I think it's it's a it's a conversation to be had. Yeah, um, and we, we we spoke really about the the Friday night game earlier with Son, but Spurs are impressive. I think they've had some tough fixtures. They've not got too many gimmies anymore. Like they've had their best fixtures in the last few weeks, but they've also had a few tough ones. And when we look at the Spurs fixtures coming up, Chelsea next week is going to be, I think, a tricky game. Maybe not the Spurs will be favourites. They're at home. Wolves, Villa, Man City, West Ham, Newcastle. It's not a great run, but I still look at those games and go... Yeah, they'll score a goal in that one. They'll score a goal in that one. Man City away is obviously the trickiest game in the league on paper. But other than that, does Spurs score against Chelsea, Wolves, Villa, West Ham and Newcastle? I think they've probably got a very good chance. So Son's going nowhere, but is Son enough? I think he might be. Um, would you back that? Yeah, it should be enough. I, I believe even scoring one or two goals, uh, you, you can bet that Son's going to be involved because... He is known for his uh, good conversion rate and the low XG goals as well. So yeah. basically, Son is one of the rare players that is fixture-proof. He always scores against City. He always scores against Arsenal. So these are the best yeah. defenses in the league. And uh, you can bet on them scoring against the best defenses. So there's absolutely no team that can uh, for sure, for 100% stop Son. Because he's in good form. He's a streaky player. And uh, he can score against anyone. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, all right, what's our final thoughts then, Ali? Like, it's early to commit to a plan, and we're not obviously we don't do that on this show, but we can give like a little sort of feel of our our, our bus team, our moves. 
like I'm going to be captain Haaland next week. I, Man City, by the way, aren't in the Carabao Cup. They get a week off. That's 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 decent. That's nice. I mean, some will look at Mo Salah's fixture away to Luton and go, Captain Salah, it's away to Luton. But with Liverpool being the away team and Man City having a home fixture against Leaky Bournemouth, I I I can't see that being a week where the masses even or even even big numbers go against Haaland. I think the world and their dog will still go Haaland. So I guess my first question is, Ali, do you think you'll go Haaland or is it too early to decide? And then my second question is around transfers. Like anyone you're eyeing up, I'll be rolling next week, which I think off the back of a wild card is always the the preferred strategy. And fortunately, no injuries. I think Gabriel was back starting. I'm going to keep him in regardless. I'd give him another week. If he doesn't start versus Newcastle, maybe then I would sell him. But I'll be rolling and I'll be going Haaland, I'm pretty sure. I'm all over the place with my transfers because <laughs> I have two frees and uh, I'm not sure who to downgrade. The differentials yeah. that I chose, uh, Neto is injured. Right before, he was about to score a goal and uh, he was in a good position on his left and he oh. pulled his hamstring. And uh, uh, basically, um, I think I'll be selling one of uh, Almiron, Neto, or even Martinelli. But um, it's still. A long way to go. We have a week ahead, and uh, I'll see what to do. I'll figure out something interesting because these are my three differentials. I can do whatever I want with them, and I'm not. It's not a risk to get rid. It's just a, a fun way to play. So I'll I'll find something spicy. Yeah, I've no doubt you will, mate. I I know you will. And work two free transfers puts you in a nice position just to be a little bit experimental and fun and with those midfielders like Neto and Martinelli who you might look to move on you look at the fixtures and I know you you, you know like Liverpool Luton and you might go I could see it'd be a very alley move out of nowhere to go on a Sobbert's lie or a <laughs> is Diogo Jota listed as a midfielder I think he is still he is. but you know Luis Diaz might be back so I know you'll be eyeing up good fixtures at Man City and good fixtures at Liverpool and maybe there'll be a Sobot's lie or a I don't know, a Foden or a, a Doku pun. But um, I look forward to seeing that, mate. I look forward to seeing that. Um, guys, thank you so much uh, for watching. We apologise um, if you were joining at the start of the stream and you're li listening or watching this now on YouTube. There was some tech issues with YouTube. All the streamers have been tweeting about it. Can't stream tonight. So I'm so glad we persisted, Ali, because so many came back on uh, to enjoy the stream. You can go back, though, and watch the full video. So when this will be posted on the Scout videos tab um do go back and watch the, the the 35 minute show because um we didn't stop and we had a really good discussion about the game week just gone so if you are just joining make sure you go back and watch if you're listening to us on podcast thank you for listening every monday morning i expect um really enjoy your support if you want to show your appreciation then the like button always does that so hit that like button if you can and if you're on podcast you can obviously always review the pod too uh for now ali uh we'll be back next sunday right Absolutely, like always. Uh, I look forward to it. Um, guys, thank you so much in the chat. We've been reading your comments. We'll see you next time. For now, he's been Ali. I've been Janny and we've been Fantasy Football Scout. Cheers. <laughs>